uh hello is this thing on welcome uh check check anybody listening anybody uh subscribing to this podcast yet i don't see anyone <laughs> welcome nobody to the actor and the actuary as we two guys in opposite states talk about our careers our life in completely two different worlds uh, as we try to figure out what the heck is going on who we are and what we're doing and if it means something Jeffrey Larson. And I'm the actuary. I am Aaron Sorbel. I'm based out of Hollywood, California. And uh, Aaron, where are you out of? I'm in the bold north here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The bold north. What uh, <laughs> What do people, what are you drinking, bold north? Oh, I got some uh, Seagram's whiskey on the rocks. Ooh. Uh, here in Hollywood, I'm drinking a Pinot Noir. Oh, that's cultured. Yeah. I think it's, it's a nice uh, goblet you got there. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm holding a a golden chalice. Yes, it's very um, nice. Thank you. It's my wife's. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Hey guys, uh, thank you. We're we're just trying to hang out and and chat a little bit. Um, Aaron, because I am pretty much oblivious to what the heck you do as an actuary. What what is what's a normal day for an actuary look like? Like, what did you do this week at work? Well, do you even know what an actuary is? Can I say no? <laughs> I mean, I've known you for how many years have I known you? And I don't really know what it is you do. Well, that's awkward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am an actuary. I work at an insurance company. And uh, my main job is uh, I help price life insurance products. I know it sounds super entertaining, right? I was going to say that sounds super entertaining. So yeah, I'm like the person who figures out when everyone's going to die. So how much, you know, <laughs> I should charge you for life insurance. That's pretty much it. That's the more glamorous way. Uh, what it actually entails uh, is a lot of math and a lot of spreadsheets and a lot of meetings, which, you know, I don't mind so much, but uh, it's, especially in this uh, virtual environment that we're in because of COVID, it means that I am on Zoom about nine hours a day. So uh, it's... Uh, Welcome to another 20 minutes of Zoom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been looking forward to this all nine hours today. It's exciting. For our, you know, our, our listeners out there, um, they should know that you are an actor. Uh, I think I know what you do as an actor, right? You just, uh, I mean, you go eat food at the break tables and then... <laughs> When they <laughs> click the little stick together, you go and you pretend to be someone, right? <laughs> uh, being an actor is uh, a grind, I think, I, to say the least. You know, and I've been out in Hollywood now 11 years. But at the same time, I'm, I'm also a filmmaker. So I you know, have a production company and we like to, to write and direct and shoot our own stuff. And um, I think ultimately... Uh, making film is kind of the the goal um is that true of most actors no i don't think so i don't think everybody knows i don't think most actors have gone to film school again i didn't come out here to be an actor i came out here to be an editor well we should call this thing editor in the actuary then yeah but i don't like editing oh but i but i so, yeah. So I think the, the acting that has taken off for me the most out of any of the careers has helped me find a, you know, a better rhythm in terms of the other filmmaking jobs. I have a better understanding of good sets and productions and then can kind of help make the production company that I'm a part of 
um, make some of those sets seem professional and up to par to what a industry standard would be. Gotcha. So 11 years later, has it been what you've expected? Mm, no, no, not at all. Though I will say, um, my dad dropped me off in 2010 and said, you know, every five years, take a step back and look at where you are and then commit to another five, because as an artist, he's understood the amount of time it takes to kind of establish a certain name or brand or what have you to your career. So um, I took five, felt like after five years that was going okay. And then at year 10 was actually really effective for me to be like, okay, yeah, I actually can see some major gains um, from a grander scale, as opposed to how easy it is to come and go out of this city that you see all the time, kids coming in, trying it, going broke, leaving. Would you say most people spend less than five years out there? Oh yeah. I think it's a very transient city. I think people are in and out in, in less than five, maybe two or three. A lot of people come out here with their savings thinking that, Oh, I'm going to make a big off my savings. And then they run out of savings and realize they never got a job. Then they go try to find a job and all the jobs are taken by working actors. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah. That makes better. sense. So what do you have like a, a goal in mind for here's what you need to see by your next five-year check-in in order for you to uh, keep staying out there before you try something different? Yeah. I mean, I think it's always been morphing for me. Uh, I think at, there was a certain point in time where acting was like my all-in game. And as I've started to understand the business a little more and what I enjoy and kind of where my priorities are right now with just me also enjoying my family and, and that I also love writing. I think writing has been a huge uh, push as of late on some of the projects I'm working on, some of the things I'm writing right now that have uh, given me a lot more of a joy, I think in the industry, I'm choosing my projects as opposed to working on somebody else's idea, which I have no control over the content or the crudeness or reality of what it is. And when I'm writing, and producing or making my own films or series or what have you, then I have a better control over that creative environment. And that's a lot more self-giving to me. I just enjoy it, the process a lot more when it's a story that I can create from the beginning. That makes sense. So sounds like as long as you get to keep going more towards that, then you, you feel like you're going in the right direction. You're in the right place. Yeah. And I think that's something I'm constantly just praying into and what my next step is. And, uh, um, but yeah, I think writing and producing and directing, I love acting. Don't get me wrong. Like I, if I could, you know, make my own show and act in my own show, that would be something I would prefer. But, uh, sometimes you going out for these auditions and you're just like, what the crap am I doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I mean, I'm sure you get, I'm sure your job uh, as an actuary can sometimes not be totally fulfilling to where you're like, what the heck am I doing? Yeah, that's true. I, I think I, I would identify with what you said of it just kind of morphs over time. I think originally I kind of, I had that really lame aspiration, uh, just wanting like a job to be able to, uh, you know, raise a family, um, mm -hmm. and you know, just, just pay the bills. Um, and that's, that's what it was to me for a while. And, and I think it still is that, uh, but yeah, for sure. The, like the longer through time you go, the more you're like, man, what, what, what is my job? Like, what, what exactly am I doing? Like, yes, I am making a living for my family and that's a great thing, but 
is there something else that I could be doing that has mm-hmm. a, a bigger impact, like that impacts more people than, than just that? Yeah, and I think it's our desire as just men or humans is not only one to, you know, take care of our family, but also to feel like our our work is valuable or important to those around us, our friends or the world or whoever um, would actually, you know, connect with us or be involved. That's why that's, that's exactly my point too, is I don't love the idea that I'm just jumping in and out of other people's ideas. Cause I don't, I don't feel like everybody's always got the right motives and the right stories or the right morals. And so when I'm creating a content from the get-go, then I can control the message that I'm hoping to send out. And I think in Hollywood, which is, you know, the command center of cultural storytelling, you know, that's, that's kind of the goal is to hopefully tell stories that are impactful and meaningful. How long have we known each other? Uh, It's been probably like almost 20 years, if not 20 years. Yeah. It's yeah. I, well, it's gotta be more than that. What is it? I'm uh, no, it's about that. You're about right. 18, 18 years, maybe. Yeah. 18, 20 years. Yeah. A long um, time. And so we, uh, well, Aaron actually got me into the film business, you know, any credit of anything. I actually probably owe I mean, you a 10% manager fee on anything I make. I'm yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> I was uh, going to mention that, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm the one that got you. Sorry. I gave you your first acting role. You did. Yeah. We, uh, we did music <laughs> videos back in the day. Usually all of them to Reliant K shout out Maple Ridge. Yeah. Um, but, yep. uh, but yeah, you got me in, in front of a camera and got me to the understanding, the process of editing and being like, Oh wait, we can create stuff. And that's kind of cool. And that actually took me to college, which then took me to film school. And now here I am. Yeah. Do you, do you remember it. that slow motion reverse jumping off of a swing shot? That's oh, what it, it. it was David Sanquist. Yeah. That, that was it. Wasn't it? That yep. just made you fall in love. It did. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I think it was the fact that I saw you do a green screen edit and you like removed an entire wall. And I was like, how did he do that? Uh, and again, this was yeah. and the wall 20 years like... ago. It was not as, it was not as easy as what people know how to do now, but the, the walls like flapping in the wind. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, the, the green, green screens flapping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was excellent. Oh man. Um, but all that to be said, so we got into, you know, all of these fun storytelling music video ideas. And, and I think that, uh, started the whole process of wanting to, to create for me. You know, I, I'm remembering a different time as you're talking that we both were uh, storytellers as well. So Jeff and I worked up at a summer camp. So uh, in, in Minnesota, uh, mm-hmm. called Trout Lake camp. And, uh, the bold North <laughs> the, in, the, in the bold North. Yes. The affectionately called bold North. Um, and, uh, if you recall, we were both, uh, Moses, the character Moses, mm. uh, I, I was old Moses and you were young Moses. Yeah. You remember this? No, keep jogging. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember this. We spent way too much time at trolley camp. We have so many stories. You're going to oh, have to keep gosh. talking to jog me up. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I, here's what I remember. I remember that I had a big old beard and I I remember this now. and my Moses voice is well I'm Moses and I'm going to talk to you little kids. <laughs> and then like, you know, you were the uh you were like the young hip Moses, like the Ooh. current time Moses with it and uh, I just remember it was like a western theme so mm-hmm. you know everything was to like bonanza and stuff. I mean, yeah, the storytelling is a uh, I guess that has been kind of a thread. I didn't really think of it that way, but 
Well, yeah, and I, I, I have to believe that in some way, um, it's kind of innate in us, I guess, as beings, you know, uh, we're designed to be a storyteller. We're designed to tell a story. Everybody loves stories. I, I have a, you know, a one, a 13 month old and she loves story time. Because... I bet you have the best stories for her, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I wish I could listen in on those stories. But that's my point is like they, their first, uh, reaction in life is to just understand how to play and so to play and to have an imagination and to tell stories is like the first thing as beings as we kind of experience and um, I think everybody loves storytelling that's why everybody loves to watch Netflix or binge a show or something because we can get immersed into something that takes us out of our current blah of our job or our whatever it is our routine or a bad day or a even if it's a a good day, something take us to another place and give us like this storytelling journey. And I think everybody can resonate with that. Um, and that's why I love being in Hollywood. That's why I love this business because I actually think storytelling is so vital to our mental health and to just who we are as people. Um, and from the, the smallest of infants to the elderly can enjoy a good story. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you're, you know, you're storytelling in your career, you're storytelling to, uh, your daughter. Um, that's, I mean, that's really cool. Everything we do tells a story, like what you choose to spend your energy on and how you use your creativity. Mm-hmm. It, it does tell a story. And, um, I think whether you realize it or not, people do notice it and they are impacted by it. And mm-hmm. so I think that's kind of a, huh, that's a cool thing to think about that. Just the, the actions that you take every day are being noticed. You're, you're telling a story with everything you do, whether it be your, your career or, um, I don't know the activities that you do on the weekend or whatever it is, you're, you're telling a story of some sort and you get to be the author of that story. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. And that, and that can be said about somebody who's an actor and that can be said about somebody who's an actuary or everything in between. It really can. I mean, I think you're probably, you know, you have a staff, right. That kind of reports you, you're kind of in this management position to where you have to engage a staff, um, to do their job. And I think a lot of times we do that through comedy. A lot of times we do that through, would you say to, the other day you were talking about like how it was somebody's promotion and everybody was like, yeah, you got promoted. Yeah. And like everybody joins in into this like story of that person's career. Or- well, and you think about like, that's how you motivate people. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do anything if they don't know why they're doing it. Um, and mm-hmm. so like, you know, you got to have the story behind it. Why am I doing this? And so I think that's why, you know, you and I, um, keep coming back to that question of our career too, of why are we doing this? Like, what is the motivation? What is the end game behind this? Yeah. Um, And the big picture. Yeah. What's, what's the big picture. And, you know, at the risk of, you know, being a little too millennial, think that's uh, that's something (laughs) to, to, to figure out, you know, like why, why waste your life doing something that has no value? That's not going to leave a story behind. Hmm. I stumped you, but it was a rhetorical question. So well, you know. I think it was rhetorical. Also, <laughs> you did like this whole pastry thing. I don't know if you do this. I've, I've read about like all these, they like take, they, in, they insert their drink beats of like, oh, that's a, that's a nice landing point to think about. And you like went for a nice whiskey pull right there. And I was just like thinking, it's like, <laughs> most pastors don't uh, drink whiskey during their sermons. Ah! Though. <laughs> no, during their, yeah, during yeah. their sermons. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, yeah. But no, you, you, you bring up a good point and is, it is what, 
is what I'm doing important to, to the people around me, to the world, to, to my family? And am I just working for a paycheck? And is that okay at the same time? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, to provide is a, a message in and of itself, a story in and of itself, how much you take care of your family. But <clears throat> I think there's also a burning desire or a hobby or passion in everybody's life. You know, the story of who you are and whether you're an actor or an actuary or whatever it is that you do, I think that's the the through line is like, okay, now, now how is what I do going to affect people positively? And is my message a good message? And am I aware of that message? I think it's so easy to kind of skate through the mundane of your life. Or as you say, if I'm on set, just at the snack table, but <laughs> it's called crafty. Um, anyway. Uh, crafty? Yeah. The crafty table. Oh, wow. I, you learned I've something. never would have known that. Wow. Yeah. And the little snappy stick that you're talking about, it's called a slate. A uh, <laughs> learning so many things today. Do they always have cornucopias on the snack table too? Oh, <laughs> that's absolutely. what I'm picturing. Okay. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but to my point at the snack table, I could be totally into myself and go after this cornucopia, or I could like <laughs> be standing next to somebody who's having a, you know, a real crap day and chat them up. And that's actually part of his story. Now part of my story. And like, I don't know, I like this immersion factor of what we're doing and who we are as people to combine with what we're doing as our job. And, you know, the message that you can portray and be a little bit more in tune with your surroundings as opposed to so locked in. I'm like, okay, I'm going there. I got to get snack. I got to refuel. I got to go back. I got to say this line. And it's so linear that way as opposed to, I think, open-ended to, okay, what, what can happen at this snack table? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I was kind of, I was just thinking of like, let's say you were in a place where you didn't really think you were telling a story right? Or you didn't like where you were at. How, how would you go about changing that and what stops you from that? And, you know, there's probably some fear involved, but I think like what you're saying, probably no matter what you're doing, there are little things that you can do to change that, you know, like, you know, you can go to the snack table and engage someone instead of eat your pistachios and bananas and mm. whatever, you know? So a classic choice, the pistachio <laughs> banana cornucopia combo. Well, of course. I mean, that's what's going to be at the snack table, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's the point is like, what is your narrative? You know, mine may be defined as a, a filmmaker, an actor. Yours may be defined as an actuary. But what is the narrative beyond that in the places that you go or where you, you know, impact the world? Yeah, for sure. Um, what is happening behind you? Um, you are, I wouldn't picture you as a Christmas lights kind of guy, but you have decorated your closet. It seems. Well, when I'm on zoom for nine hours a day, I need something to jazz up the, uh, the, background Oh, your bit. narrative. It's part of your narrative. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. Oh. That's, right. It, that's a good point. It is. I mean, people always ask about it. They're always like, wow, See? wow. I, I love right. the Christmas lights. You know, I can inject a little joy into their day. Okay. See, this is exactly my point. It's all the little things. And here I am trying to make fun of you. And actually, they actually do look kind of cool. Yeah. And you know, you've, you're creating joy and a conversation starter on your meetings. Yeah, exactly. Oh, case in point. Wow. That was good. I, that wasn't even planned, folks. Wasn't even planned. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening if you were or if you did or if you cared. But uh, hopefully you guys have some kind of a narrative. I'd, we'd actually love to hear. I don't know if that's like a thing that you guys even care to write in. But if you want to write in, uh, you can. It uh, is at actorandtheactuary at gmail.com. Actorandtheactuary at gmail.com. You might have to look up how to spell actuary. <laughs> but actor and the actuary at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, feel free to uh, write us and uh, <laughs> ask questions or respond negatively or positively <laughs> it, it makes our day except if you're negative so only positive please yeah just positive that's <laughs> our narrative uh, we'll leave it at that thanks for listening in i'm jeff the actor i'm aaron the actuary and uh keep telling your story mm-hmm.